It never seems like you're ready. Wow. I'm, that look, meant to hurt your feelings. I meant to right hurt your here. feelings just then. Wow. Wow. Check, check. We sound good? Yeah, I guess. I think my my stuff popped out. I All hear right. you. That's how, that's how you want to start a show. Sweat Equity Podcast, a streaming show with ports and all. Number one comedy business podcast in the world. Pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with dicks jokes. I'm your host, Law Smith, sitting to my right, your left, in the tube is Eric Redinger. Oh, what? On the tube, baby. He said tube. On the tube. <laughs> I don't need a toupee. On the tube, buddy. Well, that's, well, that's do, up for debate. I'm not going to wear it. You should. I think that would be amazing. That would be Just hilarious. for one, yeah. one episode, please. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give us our sponsors that help out the show, purport it up. But if you don't want to pay a little anything, pay a little shekels to help the show, the best thing you can do is tell a friend, loved one, coworker uh, that's trying to get their own thing going, that needs some pragmatic business advice. Real talk. Professional real talk, bro. Tell them to listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Vimeo, LinkedIn, and I won't be as mumble mouth. As I, I hope not, intro. man. This is rough. You're getting worse. I just came out love of you, an intense online advertising session. Yeah. I haven't talked to anybody in three hours. This episode of Sweat Equity is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Try ExpressVPN.com forward slash sweat like key sweat. Get you three months free to browse the internet without anybody tracking you. Three uh, it's all fine. Three months free. Sure it's fine. Have an annual plan. Yeah, right, man. Big Brother's following you everywhere. No, I mean, what they're looking at is fine. I'm sure. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm libertarian when it comes to that. Look at whatever you want, as long as it's not kitty porn. Try expressvpn.com forward slash Went there. Gets th- Everybody's thinking it. Get three months free out of an annual plan. What? You're getting tracked by big data everywhere, man. You want to log into another country like Wild Finland and watch The Office in Finnish? Try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat. Gets you that anonymized private virtual network, virtual private network in the sky. Wow. Good. Try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat like key sweat. Get three months free. Let's get this show started. Howdy, it about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat equity. What about my sweat equity? Playoff game. Uh two like last week that was huge. And then winning this game was or three weeks ago, I guess we won. And then this time it's been a long time since we've done well. Do we figure out the guy on the Redskins whose first name or his last name is Sweat? What his first name is? Marcus or uh, Montez. <laughs> That's way better than Keith Sweat. I no one knows, but our, our DC fans, we don't have enough. Uh, but I think he, it's funny. He's not, a, but he's kind of an obscure. I know. Okay, I'll throw Montez in there. Yeah. But right. I agree with you. These younger dudes, they just like players. Well, I, I hate LeBron, so I've been through it with all these guys. They just follow LeBron everywhere. I'm like, mm, yeah. I, our generation, I, I just I hated players. These guys all like these kids. I go to little kids' houses. They have seven jerseys. Like there's a bunch of Wyoming kids that had Chiefs hats and Allen jerseys. They're like, 
they just root for everybody. I was like, what are you, a girl? <laughs> I get in trouble for saying that, but I know girls that did that with whatever kind of, whichever dude they were dating. They, that's who their team was. I was like, what? Are you all right? You can't do that. Do you want to re recording? Do we, do we need to? Yeah, we're recording. Do you want to slap that out? I'm sure you don't we care. Can do, we can do it. Oh, I don't care. You can leave it in whatever. I don't uh, <laughs> I don't care. It's the truth. What are you, well, a girl? If anybody's jumping in right now, we cut out all the in-bombs you're doing before the stuff. Oh, yeah, I'll out. get those out. Those are gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how that's how Colorado rolls these days, right? Now, uh, but let me ask you this. Like, why do you hate LeBron? You're the only person I've ever heard actually say that out loud. Oh, because I was a Kobe guy. Well, I was a Jordan guy, so I shouldn't even be. I, I mean, growing up here, everybody was Jordan. The Nuggets stunk, and, and, and we Denver, were all. Yeah. Denver's very loyal to, like, Broncos, Abs, Rockies, kind of, but no one liked the Nuggets. So I was a Jordan guy, and then I liked Kobe. And then I lived in Vegas at the time, and a lot of people in my circle out there were Ohio people, so they loved LeBron. So then that just made me, because we'd have these Kobe-LeBron debates, and then I just hated LeBron. And I hate Ohio State football for that. But mm. I just never liked LeBron. And it's just more fun to root against him. Like, I hate arguing with people. I was like, it's okay if you like him, but I don't like I don't like him because it's I don't want to root for every team. I like, you know, now I then, – then Kobe retired. Then I rooted for Steph just because I just don't want LeBron to win. So, <laughs> I just – I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He does all that stuff. But for me, it's more fun to root against him. Sounds like you like a smooth player. Yeah, LeBron's kind of clunky. You know? Yeah, I was a, I mean, I was a point guard my whole life, and I I just and his game was never my game. I guess I've never liked centers. I guess, I've never thought of it like that, but that's a good point. I, I liked guys. I mean, that's why I like Duke growing up because they always had a small white point guard. Yeah, and then that made me believe. Wojciechowski. Uh, yeah, by that Wojciech. logic, you love uh, the Patriots for the last twenty years <sighs> with the white. Yeah, yeah. We'll give you Scotty Miller of the Bucks too. That's new uh, Tom Brady's new white jit wide receiver. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> well, he I'm betting on him. Oh yeah. So tell yeah. us, tell us where you're at with gambling. If anybody doesn't know Brant's story, that's listening. Did you say his actual full name? Brant Tobler. Yes. Well, they'll see it in the description. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how this this goes. Yeah. The 31 podcast is still rocking. You've got the book free roll. Any other stuff I'm missing to promote? Nah, that's about it. Doing the pod, I do my podcast Craigslist Chaos every week, which is everybody's favorite. What's that? When uh, I spend a lot of time down in Florida, actually, I just get on Craigslist and go to different towns, and anybody <laughs> dumb enough to put their phone number on Craigslist, I call them and try to get jobs or buy shit or join the Illuminati or get up <laughs> crazy. And so that, it's it's uh, I love doing it because it's just it's so much easier. You guys know how it is to get guests and get people to commit. So then I just created the show. Cause there's always idiots on Craigslist. So whenever I'm feeling like lazy or if I get some inspiration, I just come down here to the studio and, and uh, Craigslist never lets me down. There's always a bunch of idiots that want to talk to me about anything and everything. <laughs> a lot of lonely people on Craigslist. I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, Check yeah. Out I've seen, I've seen men seeking women a few times on there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. just curious. I'm not looking yeah. <laughs> men seeking men. Speaking That's, of yeah, which, time I called you, you hung up. I was like, "Oh, wait, what happened?" <laughs> Speaking of which, I re I love Denver. Where you're? What part of Denver are you in? Uh, I'm right downtown. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Cheeseman Park. That's where all the gay dudes fucking. The yeah. <laughs> it's called Cheeseman Park. Yeah. yeah. Ew. My best friend from college is from Denver, and he's <laughs> his parents' house were across the street from Cheeseman Park. 
And we'd see dudes literally coming out of the bushes. When literally we, coming. No, not that. Not, <laughs> not C-U-M. But like, like we. Thanks we, for explaining the joke. Well, we thought like, oh, cool. Yeah, sure. There's a bunch of gay guys in the park doing it. And this is before <laughs> Grindr. Oh, sure. Well, you forget that was like an old school thing everywhere. Like gays had to meet up. Yeah, they the had to have a spot. Because it was, still had to be so closeted about it. Uh, that that's gone by the wayside. No one's talking about that. Look, this What's is what the show. This show is breaking things like that. What is the deal? But like, <laughs> we literally were like, "No way, dude! You're just fucking hyper, being hyperbolic." And then, literally, as we're driving by, two dudes are like, <coughs> like coming out of one guy. Might as well just been like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah, yeah. That's they call the they call the king supers over there queen the queen supers because that's where all the gays go to get their groceries so yeah. it's still there oh man well look double income no kids i want to be a resident in that neighborhood for sure yeah. uh, the, they'll spruce it up they'll gentrify that shit <laughs> oh yeah the bell of the ball the but, cost of living's gone way up it's it's a beautiful neighborhood honestly so come a long ways so for the uninitiated of your backstory you've got a, a, a an insane sports gambling background and are you, what are you doing now gambling wise? I thought you kind of left that. Yeah. You know what? I quit for a long time. And then, um, doing this pandemic, I got back into betting just on DraftKings. So now, now I'm betting, uh, every day. What's your, what's a tip without giving away the whole shebang? Oh, I don't, what I do is futures. I really, uh, which sucks because I'm rooting heavily against you guys this week. But um, that's okay. I think the money. If you want to make a make good money gambling, you should you should look at the futures because DraftKings will let you parlay the futures. So I have everything. I like to parlay. You know, as soon as the Super Bowl is over, I'll start parlaying stuff with next year's Super Bowl. So if you don't mind waiting it out. There's a lot of money to be made. So, like, I have a lot of money invested right now. I need the Chiefs. I need Gonzaga. My biggest bet is Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is the best college basketball team, which you can still get at, like, plus three and a half to one. So, I've been doing a lot of stuff like that, and now I have a, I have a bunch of futures. It's, it's not as fun as old gambling because I tend to just play the favorites. But So, I have a bunch of stuff tied to, like, Gonzaga, the Lakers, Chiefs. This week, I've been tying a bunch of stuff to – uh, LeBron MVP and uh, Lamelo Rookie of the Year, so it's just a different strategy. It's more of a long term, and I, my friends, I've done really good on it. Like I, I, I did, I, I won seventeen thousand the last week of the season on nice. divisional bets. Ooh. So if you have the patience, you know, like right now you can bet the divisions in in basketball. It, it's just a long term. So if you took like if you bet every division winner and then you tie it to Gonzaga. And then you tie it to like, let's say the Dodgers. You know, you're you you could make a twenty dollar bet that pay like, let's say eight thousand. And then if you get to that Dodgers, then they'll let you cash out for like three thousand, or you could let it ride. So that's a, I do I do it a little different instead of just a daily game because betting every day is so hard because these line makers are so good. So they kind of sleep on the futures. So like right now, I think LeBron's really as much as I just said I hate LeBron. <laughs> he. Uh, and I have so much money tied into the Lakers and LeBron. Um, I think that's a way to make some money. So it's a long, boring example, but no, no, that's, that's how I'm doing it. That's the minutia, man. That's what we want to hear. Uh, yeah, I'd never be able to wait that long. Mine's three minutes before <laughs> kickoff. FanDuel, let's do it. Let's uh, yeah. just whip it together. Maybe I'll win nine dollars. Whatever. <laughs> well, that seems to be the way. I mean, I, I just think of Sam Rostein and Casino. It's just like. 
it's very boring to be a good gambler. Like it's not the guys that are good at it. It's they're not like going nuts most of the time. Right. I mean, you've, well, really, yeah, when I, you've really been in the scene, like in the higher roller kind of these guys yeah, were thrown down. You're a runner. The thing. When I worked, so I worked for like some of the biggest gamblers in the world. And that was the thing they taught. It's, it's a, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And to be good at gambling, you need to win like 58 to 60% over the year. You know, no one comes in and, and just, it, it, it's like, I mean, you can come in and get lucky like the lottery, but if you're actually gambling every day, you know, 95%, of, probably 98% of people lose. Just because like you said, you don't, if you don't have the patience, I, I try to get my neighbor on it every day. He's like, I can't wait till the end of the season and bet the Lakers. I'm like, you're a Lakers fan. You're going to be rooting oh, for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Might as well bet it. And it's not as bad because like, so I have a ticket, right? I have one of my tickets. I bet $25 on a parlay with Gonzaga and the Lakers and like eight other games. But you could throw in a bunch of money lines, but you know that it's a $25 ticket that pays 27000 So yeah, it sucks to have to wait it out, but it's fun to wake up every morning and go, oh shit, if I can get past this Gonzaga, I'm going to have the Lakers for 27000 and they're going to probably be like a $1.80 favorite. And then I can hedge back or I can make money. It, it, it's it's not as glamorous as winning like a big parlay that day. But to me, it's what I advise people to do is if you're going to make a 516 parlay, just throw, you know, throw LeBron on right now while he's plus six to one. Your $180 parlay, pay 1800 And then that'll at least save you from blowing that money. You you can sweat it out to the end of the season or something. So it's it's a different strategy, but it's worked well for me. So you do what they call anchoring, right? Like you'll find the a lead horse parlay around that or yeah. tethering. I can't remember what the term is, but uh, I'm yeah, impressed. Yeah, huh? so exactly. I'm impressed you do that. I listen to Bill Simmons and Cousin Sal every oh. every Monday morning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, so yeah, that's what I do. So now that I have so much on Gonzaga, then I then I watched enough, and I was like, okay, Baylor could be. So then I picked up some Baylor. I picked up some Michigan was still Gonzaga being the best, but um, you have to have a little bit of a bankroll. And then, and then I bet individual games, you know, I, I bet 50 or a hundred on a game as I'm watching. And then I put like 50 of that back in the bankroll to keep betting daily games, then put 50 in the future. You know, it's not, it's not that calculated, but that's kind of what I do. If I, if I win a couple games and I go in and bet some more futures, because you know, that's what's kept me to win 17,000 that weekend. That that'll keep me, afloat for a long time even if i go on a bad stretch but it's just the patience like i think the second the super bowl loses let's say tampa bay wins or i mean tampa bay is 11 to 1 next year so if you don't mind betting it i'm already starting to get some some of that and the chiefs are like five and a half so i it's it's just it's better for me because then i just have money i can wait i can't lose that money <laughs> well yeah and tom brady I think whether win or lose, he'll probably come back. Yeah, he's coming he, back. He had a two year, back for sure. at least one year. Well, there's an option of retirement out there. I mean, you could well, do. I that. know, but it could happen. But you could. I mean, but I'd be shocked. I wish they put that. If they put that bet up, I would bet for sure he'll be back. He, he said 45. Yeah. I heard that when he was like 38. He's like, I'm gonna play till I'm 45. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. It, he's right on track. I was about to say, I wouldn't believe anybody saying anything like that except for him. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, shit, okay. we were saying it on Sunday, he's kind of like got Asperger's for football. Like, he's like, that's yeah, the yeah. only thing I hear, I've ever heard him talk about ever yeah. in any interview. 
is like you don't see him in commercials pimping anything. All right, that's you true. You don't see him on like any late night shows or any. Of that. He's not doing any of the stuff that a lot he's of. He's got a sugar mama. He doesn't need any of that. I know, but <laughs> you think you think ego would get there or something, or you know, you're hedging your bets in case. Well, I guess. He probably signed a prenup, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, he like, got beat down by Belichick for all those years, you know? He just goes, I'm just, this is what I am. This is all I am. This is what I focus on. I don't give a shit about anything else. And when he's like, when people, when we're down in some of these games that I'm like, that Bears game was like, oh no. Remember when he forgot it was fourth down yeah. or whatever? I was like, oh no, the, he's magic, getting senile. the magic's gone. Remember whole, that whole thing? And it just fucking, that washed away. Because yeah. he just. Yeah, well, he looks like that was a Magnum. turning point. He looks like Crow Magnum, man. Like his eyebrow furrows like all the way down. And he's like, we're, we're going to fucking win this. And you're like, I believe him. I, I want him to be a politician. Yeah. Well, they changed the rules so much that you can't really hit the quarterback. So he'll play till his arm strength is gone. And, and they question his arm strength. But like that throw, that throw he had right before halftime to Scotty Miller was yeah. incredible. I mean, that's 48 yards on the money. So. I think he, I, I like you said. I, I think he'll play till he's forty-five if he wants, unless some some freak accident. But he he doesn't take any hits or anything. Like he and he has say in who they draft and who they get in free agency. That's part of the deal. Yeah. So our draft pick Tristan Wirfs, I think, has only given away one sack. And he oh, started, he's been great. He started all sixteen games. That's right tackle, but still awesome. Yeah. Well, the thing is, nowadays you don't get a pick when you retire. You just. Like I, Peyton didn't want to go, he just stunk. And like I don't think Breeze wants to retire. He just he, they they make the decision for you. And and Tom was good enough this year. They're not going to make that decision. But I don't think Breeze wants to go. But that last the last three or four weeks, it's like yeah, he just got to go, man. You're he's just done. And and we went through it out here with Peyton. Shit, we loved Peyton. We had to watch him play till he was eighty, but mm-hmm. he just couldn't cut it anymore. So, but Tom, his last six seven weeks has been incredible. He's Top three quarterback in the world. Seven seven game winning streak. But I want to ask you, I'll give a little backstory, but we we really wanted you to come on to teach us how we can sneak into the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that'll be, probably be the title of the episode, How to Sneak in the Super Bowl. Yes. Probably giving away the worst part. If anybody picked that up, it was like, all right, we'll just put these guys' faces on uh, our uh, camera. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, they're definitely going to try. <laughs> but Idiots. The way you and I met is so is so wild. And I think it's interesting. So uh, I heard you, I think, on Burt Kreischer's podcast, Burtcast, uh, in like 2013, the end of 2013. 2014, uh, the national championship game uh, between Auburn and FSU. I'm sitting next to... Uh, one of my best friends, Brendan T. Gleason, that was still doing stand-up at the time, I guess played uh, in the comedy store uh, for the comedy store team, Basketball League. And oh, okay. I just told him, I was like, have you heard of this Brant Tobler guy? This, this, he's got stories that are fucking amazing. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I play, I play in the league with him, so I see him like every week. And so I was like, oh, not at the shows? Okay. Because uh, he, he quit. Um, but <laughs> he, he's not going to listen to this because he doesn't like podcasts. Uh, but – that's what he tells you. Let's talk shit about him. No, but uh, <laughs> we can. As a, I've talked about it that day, and then he's like, "Oh, Brant's coming up here." <laughs> and <laughs> as we're waiting for the like kickoff, uh. and you sat next to us in between us the whole game, and you and I were like, "I told you, I was like, I heard your whole story. It's amazing, all that stuff." Uh, and you'll have to kind of retell some of the stories of what you snuck into. But I remember for three and a half quarters being very excited with you and almost being. Uh, sad for for friend Brendan because Auburn was kicking the shit out of him. 
and then had the biggest fucking uh, life pick six in my life of just FSU coming back and Kelvin Benjamin and his great cheekbones fucking scoring that last touchdown. I was like, are you fucking, it was the most absurd fourth quarter loss. But uh, I remember that being high. The fact that you could find a seat in the bleacher seats of the Rose bowl and just squeeze your buns in to find, we stood up the whole time, but to be able to squeeze in and just not have a seat was funny to me. Yeah, that was the coolest part, honestly, is because I snuck in and then sneaking in, that's half the battle. Then you're in, but then you got to figure out where you're going to watch the game from. So the fact that once I got in, you guys like, we actually have one seat and to sit with you guys, which was awesome because you were rooting for different teams and it it was and just an incredible game. It was, uh, it's one of the best sporting events I've ever been to. And the fact I snuck in um, made it so much better because I remember you guys saying, I think I had to buy you guys some beers because you guys are like, we spent a lot of money on these tickets. And I was like, yep. I just cruised right in the, <laughs> the back gate. But yeah, um, sneaking in is something I got good at <laughs> over time. Well, I mean, part of it, I mean, the, the first piece of advice I tell you guys is just go for it. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a harmless crime. There's really no risk. People put ask me about, are you scared you're getting in trouble? There's no real trouble. Like, I've been caught trying to sneak in, and they'll just say, hey, you can't be here. You can't go here. And then you just go to the other side of the stadium and try. <laughs> so it's never – I've never felt like um, – I mean, I got stopped sneaking into the national championship game in Phoenix, and I talked to the cops. And if you know how – if you just talk – you can talk your way out of anything. First of all, they don't, they, what are they going to do? They don't want it. That's like overtime pay for the cops. That's just, it's just an easy day for them. They don't want to go and they take don't want to do paperwork on that. Walk with thre- yeah. So I get more credit for it than I really deserve because it's not like robbing a bank or something where there's actually a risk. But you just got to get that mindset of like, all they're going to do, it could be like a little embarrassing, but not even that. Cause no one's really paying attention. So once you figure that out, it's just all going for it. Now the Super Bowl is the one thing I've never snuck into, oh, and I went to. I thought you. I, went, I, I thought you snuck into the the Broncos uh, Seattle one. No, I had I had a ticket for that, and I and it's funny because I watched the whole thing. I talked about doing it, and then last minute I got a, a free ticket, which is a, a, another miracle story. But I watched the whole process of it, and the Super Bowl is harder because there's different checkpoints. But again, you got to remember you're dealing with people. They don't really give a shit. It's it's a shit job, the security. It's like a ten, twelve dollar job. They're not gonna you know, they're not gonna I mean, there's a couple that wanna be a hero, but mo- most of the time, you know, they're just gonna you can out talk them or just what I always do is if I get to a spot and then let's say you guys stop me, I'd say, Okay, hold on, I got the wrong ticket. The phone tickets is is the key. It helps oh, so yeah. much. Because in the old days, if I try to sneak in, I don't have a ticket. There's no wiggle room on it. But with technology, you know, countless times. Now I, I sneak into Bronco games every week. It's the easiest thing <laughs> in the world because I can just have someone send me a ticket out. And then when I get up to the thing, I'm like, hey, here's my ticket. And half the time they'll like zap it. And then they don't have time to mess with you Ooh. to hear your 20-minute story. When they're trying to get people in, push you to the side or whatever – so the, the fact on the phone it helps so much because then you do have a loophole. Say, hey, I bought this. And they say, well, well I don't know what to do. I said, what are you talking about? I paid $3,500 for this ticket. I, I, it was sent to me. Here's the ticket master thing. You know? And then, again, you're dealing with somebody who's maybe making $15 an hour <laughs> and has a responsibility to get people through. So you can just kind of 
bullshit your way through that. But um, I didn't do the Super Bowl, but I think it's doable. Are you guys both going to try to do it? I'm sweating just thinking about it. I'm Absolutely so bad. Absolutely not. I'm so bad at doing stuff like this, but I can work myself up to doing it. Well, here's the thing: it's a tough spot for you because you want to. Sometimes sneaking in, like it takes a while, and you don't want to miss your team play in the game. So I like to sneak into stuff I don't care about as much. Mm. So that, that's the one. If I could tell you one thing, you don't. If I could say one thing, why you don't want to do it is you don't want to be still messing with that shit mid first quarter and you hear people in there having fun and let's say Tampa scores early and you're like, yeah, we'll be in the back of a cop car. We'll be the one guy. We'll be the ones that get caught. We hear the bucks win the super bowl and it's amazing. And we're stuck. So how far are you from the stadium? I could literally, I'm, I I could get that within two miles of my place. So then you have it. You, I, what I would do is I would go for it early because they'll open up the stadium early, early for the Super Bowl. Right. I want to say like four hours. Or if you, you know, one time when I was in Phoenix, I wanted to sneak. This one have got me in trouble probably, but I wanted to sneak in the night before and then just try to sleep in there <laughs> and just that's ride it next out. Level. You know? That's the Say by the Bell U2 ticket yeah. episode. Yeah. And Try that's how you go there. like viral and you'd actually it'd be good for the podcast and everything. Again, all this is just good content. I have to explain to my girlfriend a lot when I go for shit like this. She's like, I'm just making content that'll help me on stage, <laughs> on the podcast. Oh. And on, if I get a $200 ticket, you know, who cares? Baby, Business expense. Baby, banging yeah. runaways on the road. That's just content. Okay. Content. Yeah. It's not, I'm not cheating on you. I'm just, this is a story. Well, yeah, I don't, yeah, she, she hates that content. She prefers sneaking sneaking into the stadium instead of sneaking into pussy. There you go. <laughs> a different argument. Throw that back. But yeah, I think you know. Again, and what I always tell people: if you wear the laminate, uh, the laminate's key to wear to sneak into. Now, Super Bowl's a little different, but for me to sneak into the the basketball arena here, as long as I wear a laminate, you have to remember those people that work there. Every single day, it's a different laminate. Some nights it's hockey, some nights it's basketball, some nights it's Rihanna, some nights it's Counting Crows, some nights it's Disney on Ice. So they're just trained to see people have something hanging that they're just in their mind. They're like, "Oh, that person." If you just go where you're supposed to go, and now with masks and stuff, I think you could do it. Mm. You know, I haven't snuck in anything during the pandemic, but I think it might be easier with that too because. But there's a smaller crowd. There's not yeah, as much bustling. You don't want to get near people. But if I was, I mean, if you want to, if you don't care, if you don't really have a conscience, you just get a ticket on your phone. You go to the front. When they question you on it, you say, I'm a health worker. I was given this ticket. I don't know. You just play dumb as shit. Because I think they're given like 7,000 tickets to health workers. Yep. Yeah. You'd have to be a real asshole to not we let a health, health worker, worker into the Super Bowl who's been <laughs> working in hospitals these last 10 months. You'd be like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I work at so-and-so hospital. I was sent this ticket. You write up a fake email. I've got the that vaccine. Says, yeah. That says, thank you for your service. The, you know, you could do that with the NFL. We're so happy. We can't thank you enough for what you've done. Here's a ticket. And then you just sit there and go, this is a ticket I have. This is what was sent to me. I don't know. I, I've, I've been working for 10 months trying to save people's lives and trying to go to the Super Bowl. Why are you yelling at me? If I was a ticket guy, I'd be like, oh, yeah, my bad. Just go right in. I got vaccinated in January. That's the big situation. Yeah. You had to like have both of them done by a certain time. How did you? Yeah. Never mind. I don't. Because you could play that card. Because I, really I sent that. Once that email came in or that announcement came in, I just sent it to all my friends that 
or you know in the in that sector over here i was like you know nurse friends of mine i was like you should see if you can get in and then all of them got back to me I was like i haven't gotten the vaccine yet that like like by the cutoff time huh. i don't know why it was like late it was like uh it has to be by january 20th you have to have both of them done both oh shots. to go into the super bowl yeah okay as the healthcare worker allotment aha i see well and i just realized this too i know a comedian going that has snuck in that he i snuck into a game with him live on facebook a very funny comedian mike turner out of phoenix really he, he's going to the game so if anything i could have him uh i had to ask him if his phone if it's a ticket on his phone but I could always have him. He he's a down ass dude, and he 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 loves the story and content, and he knows all about it. So if anything, I could have him get in and send it out to you, and then dude, that would be I amazing. If if you got that, shot. I can't I can't even think of anybody I know that's going. That's what's crazy is like because it's what fifteen uh, k non healthcare worker allotment of tickets. A yeah. lot of the, a lot of the hookups I have like you know, local corporate wise or whatever, they didn't get, they're not paying the four yeah. times the amount that mm. it's already expensive to get. Like none of that shit can't, I have got no, I got no juice on this game. So yeah, uh, it's tough. I mean, Super Bowl is always tough, but even then, especially in the hometown, any, you know, and I, as a Bronco fan, I know um, people, when it came, they spent their life savings. People weren't, people realized it's, I'm spending this money this time. And I always advise people do it, man. It's, your team may never – if you're like a Dolphins fan or something, you may never get back to the Super Bowl again. Yeah. You see Marino that one time. You think, oh, Marino will be here every year. You never know. So, I mean, I'm glad I got to go to the Super Bowl, even though it was the worst game of my life and the Broncos <laughs> got destroyed from the very first second. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so, I mean – Well, marketing-wise, you always, you always purchase with your emotion. And so, just like you're talking about with gambling, you definitely have that thing of, like, you got to be slow. You got to be boring. That's what I kind of tell myself, like – if you try to, if you think you're going to talk yourself into impulsively buying a nine grand ticket, you know, yeah. like you're already in defeated my, in my head. I'm like, you're talking yourself into impulsively doing something. No, in That's my not head, how I was impulse like, works. In, yeah, no, but I was in my head. Like, if I can make this work, you're like, you're <laughs> like, no, no, this is dumb. You should try. I'll try to sneak in if we can get the ticket hookup for sure. Yeah. Sure. Here's how it happens. Your team wins the NFC championship or AFC championship. You're all drunk. And that's when people buy that ticket. Like, right. You know I was what? looking I'm at tickets immediately. <laughs> yeah. My bank would be When's it going to happen? It's never going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I won't. Yeah. Team. I, I kind of wish, speaking of futures bets, what's what's this uh, ticket site where you can buy it? You can basically it's buy it. What's it? Uh, I think it's PropSwap or ProSwap. Well, I was thinking, what's the one? Is that the one where you can kind of hedge, like you could pay – Let's say beginning of the playoffs, you could pay a thousand that the Bucks get there. You'll have a ticket, like guaranteed or something like that. Oh, I don't know oh. about that. That's, I think that's oh, vivid actual seats. tickets. That'd yeah. be cool. I think that's how I did that national championship. Honestly, it was like you. I oh, that's crazy. They got all these losers. So it's uh, hedging. Dolphins really. fans, right? But yeah, I God. remember that. You, I don't know if that's still around, but I do remember you saying that, which was a cool idea. But it just kicked in my head. Just because we're talking probably, but it's like, it's one of those, I was like, that's a fucking really smart site. That's a weird math problem because it's like the good people, the good teams are going to have that many more people buying tickets, contributing to that money. Whereas the the shitty teams aren't going to be able to, because they still got to buy those tickets. 
you know, yeah, they're still spending the, di- the nine grand. And then it depends on distance of the game from where the fan base is. So you uh, know, if yeah. if it was Seattle all the way to Tampa kind of thing, even though they that play, might be more of a college football thing, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, I get like Alabama bought a bunch of Rose Bowl tickets and then they lost. Or I think. I can see to, that. You have to put in the fact that Alabama's won so much that their fans are like, meh. Yeah. yeah. Or like Ohio State, you just buy the Big 12. You just assume every year you're going to be there. With right. football, that's harder because you. I'm sure you guys at the start of the season were hopeful. Like, oh, we could make a run, but you never know. Oh, no, oh, we're, no. We're, yeah. like, uh, we're, we're like Woody Allen, like, just <laughs> like, this fuck team's not very good. Like, we have such low self-esteem, like, the Brady thing really well geeked it up, but everybody's talking you out of it. And if so the just, Chiefs didn't kick the shit out of us earlier this year, where it was like oof. the first quarter was absurd. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll tell you this: the best day of my life. Uh, Broncos were like twelve point underdogs in Green Bay. I mean, in, against Green Bay, and everybody. I remember Will Davis after that. After losing three Super Bowls as a kid, crying. And I remember going to my buddy's Super Bowl party thinking everybody telling us that the Broncos can't win and we're going to lose another Super Bowl and uh, and needless to say, best day of my life. So and still, we were like 12. I remember that you guys, one. And you got the best quarterback of all time. So Look, I'm still optimistic, and I watch every game even when we're terrible. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm a diehard Bucks fan, even though I know I could probably spend my time doing other stuff hmm. more important but no, i no, don't but now i have an excuse because i have kids and they're into it a little bit so i'm like yeah they they love it too because <sighs> dad gets excited yeah. at the tv but i, I yeah. feel like you got to have some dumb things you're into rooting wise as an adult or a dumb hobby like whatever it's not dumb it a little bit uh, like, it's a little dumb but it's not that dumb right uh, I, the best I'm, thing i i explained to my girlfriend the other day and we I have a great girlfriend. We rarely fight, but she wanted to do something on Sunday, like before the games. I said, "Hey, I'll do like, whatever just, you want." Every she just walked day. in the room. We, but on, I have a great girlfriend. Sundays, <laughs> just leave me alone. When you hear the guy on Red Zone go seven hours of commercial free football, <laughs> that means seven hours of leave me alone. And the next day, I'll, we could do anything you want, Monday through Saturday. But for these twenty weeks on Sundays. All I ask is just let me have my Sundays, and I'll do. I, we can pick apples and go to plays, and I can do anything you want. But and she's great about it. She realized, oh, okay. And then, but she didn't realize how important last Sunday was because there's only two games. I was like, oh no, this is like the most important Sunday. Yeah, we and gotta then, watch these games. No brunch today. We'll do brunch any other day. Next Sunday, there's nothing. Well, you're we on. You're, you're on Mountain Time. You can't get that brunch in for that. Yeah, when I said we can't do it no, this Sunday. All the brunch you want. <laughs> well uh, the following sunday not so much hey we, yeah. we try to keep these about 33 minutes so i want to make sure we ask the question that we didn't ask you the first time but we, we're trying to if we have any repeat guests we're we're asking them uh what advice would you give your 13 year old self oh uh it could be anything well it would be just you just there's nothing to be afraid of like if i had a kid i would say Here's my advice. Don't get a DUI. Don't get someone pregnant and don't smoke cigarettes. Anything else we can fix. And that cigarette thing is just something I hate because I never smoked a cigarette. I think it's gross. But I mean, it's just such generic advice at 13. I mean, I can tell myself a million things. Here's how it works. You get in like a Bill and Ted's phone booth to go back in time to go talk to yourself at 13 and you get to grab yourself by the collars and just give some advice and then you're gone. I would say uh, 
start trying to fuck chicks. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was a late bloomer on that, like 18. I would say quit shooting free throws, take theater classes. It's not gay. It's going to help you one day if you want to be a stand-up comedian. Uh, mm-hmm. Quit shooting three pointers. Learn piano or golf. <laughs> I don't because my whole life I just I thought I was going to the NBA, so I spent my whole childhood just playing basketball every single day. So I got eh, as ain't nothing wrong with that. As, yep. as good as you can get for a five eleven guy in Wyoming. Uh, <laughs> but no, I don't know. Like to be honest, in a weird way, it's another generic answer. Is like I played all that basketball, and then when I got to Vegas, I met those guys, and the reason I got that job gambling was because I was good at basketball. And then the reason I became a comedian is because I was gambling. And then the reason I got on Comedy Central is because my dad stole my money. I tried to kill my dad. So there's like all this stuff that it traces back to. Uh... Yeah, you need to go on YouTube and look up uh, This Is Not Happening. Mm-hmm. Brant Tobler's got the best story out of all of them that I've seen. Yep, for Trying sure. to kill his dad. Yeah. I, I was watching it. I watched it yesterday. Yeah, Thank I've you. seen yeah. it a bunch. And I'm it, so proud of it. It's so great. It's dude. the... Uh, you know, maybe how about this would be the advice. You go back and go, hey, maybe uh, not so many free throws. And maybe we'll throw a little uh, Spanish lessons in there. You know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Any, Anything, uh, be in a little adi- more diverse. In addition to what you were already doing. Because, yeah, I, yeah. I feel the same thing. Butterfly Effect can, if this didn't happen, these bad things didn't happen, I might not get to the things that I'm proud of now kind of thing. So, yeah. And you, I had a good... Like I had a, I loved school and junior high and stuff. So I know some people would probably be like, actually, you had so much fun at school. <laughs> like I think that was, like comedy wise, I got to go there and kind of perform and be funny and play basketball. And so I actually had a good, good childhood, which I know you're not supposed to say as a comedian, but uh, <laughs> I had a pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe uh, you had it bad in the back nine. A little bit, yeah, yeah. According to that story, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the front nine about yeah, <laughs> zero to five, and like uh, that's a, that's kind of how I look at it. Mom's got the first nine, Dad's got the back nine, as far yeah. as like when they really need to be on top of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. But yeah, I don't that's know. Just I delaying me parenting. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Know. I was like, whose mom are you talking about? Just in general, uh, anyway. man, right. yeah. Because what you need dad around in those those high school years is what mm, really yeah, what I, in the yeah. middle school high school years or else it's wild. But uh, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, um, yeah of course, man. Uh, good luck with this. I hope if I can help you anyway. Like I said, if you want to go for it, I'll reach out to Mike and try to connect you guys. And he's a cool dude. I'm sure he'll be willing to help. And I'd love if to. I would, do, I would go for it early and and tell the family and friends hey i'm gonna go for it it'll generate a little excitement around the house and then say it's kind of a long shot so if not i'll come back and i because there's no place you'd rather be than with your the important people in your team with it worst case scenario could probably get to eric's party at his house by halftime you know and yeah that, that'd be Which maybe worth it part. hey man i've been around when we won the first one uh super bowl we were in oh yeah, so. yeah you already won one so yeah then you could go for it that first one is the when winning that first one to me I haven't been married or have kids, but I've, I mean, maybe it just shows how sad I am in life, but that's still, <laughs> probably the best day of my life. I mean, it was, it was a day as a diehard fan, especially losing the first three as a kid. Like I'll never forget that day. I get chills. They, they played it yesterday. was like the, the anniversary and I'll tear up every time LA does that little helicopter and I could hear the announcer oh, yeah. still one of the best days of my life. So either way, man, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. Have fun. If I could help you. Let me know, and if not, just enjoy the day. For sure. I'll, I'll hit you up later, buddy. Yeah, let me know. Thanks, thanks again for having me on, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming Thank back you. on. All right, anytime. See you guys. See you.